0: Crypto holders, Bitcoin holders, crypto community, welcome to today's conversation. I was indeed fixing my hair. We're here. We're on time. We got the goods. Lots to talk about today. Talking about the price of Bitcoin, talking about the Ethereum breakout. Big things are happening right now in the Ethereum ecosystem. We also had Avalanche having a little bit of a boo-boo the other day. If you will, huge news from Uniswap that has massive potential implications across the entire cryptocurrency space for what it could mean which is a really big change potentially coming for the entire altcoin market if speculation plays out of course we also have some big ethereum layer 2 news lots to dive into today and of course answering your questions in the second half of the stream so let's blast through the news and then we'll get to the the juicy part where i answer your questions so stick around for that section let's dive in of course shout out to coin ledger for sponsoring today's video more on that in a few minutes so price bitcoin still stuck in our range man not a lot to report except we are still ranging sideways this is a beautiful range of consolidation right here the only question becomes where do we go from our consolidation are we going to break up are we going to break down MACD's signaling well things might be cooked for a little while maybe we're going to take a bit of a chill off between here and the bitcoin having for bitcoin specifically ethereum has been raging of course Bitcoin tends to be a great barometer of the entire cryptocurrency space, but with altcoins taking off, particularly Ethereum, things could be a little bit different. Maybe Bitcoin just has a consolidation period while altcoins take off, running towards the Bitcoin having, at which point Bitcoin picks up for a new round of fun. We shall see how it plays out, though, of course. BitMEX research here pointing out Bitcoin inflows as of February twenty. 20- Fourth, so for the end of the week, last week, all data now in. Friday was a strong day, $232 million net inflow. Also, grayscale Bitcoin is just 44 million out, which is good. More grayscale Bitcoin exiting is a positive thing, especially when it's just normal numbers, not like 100 million, 500 million a day. 50 million bucks, good. Nice, slow bleed out. Get it out of grayscale, move it somewhere else. But $230 million net inflow, net inflow, that's crazy. Again, if you do that every week, if you have an entire week of those kind of powerful net inflows, and look, last week wasn't all like that, okay? We had Tuesday last week, 135 million net inflows. Uh, Wednesday last week, 35 million outflows. Thursday, 250. Friday, 230. So let's just put those numbers together real quick, some real quick back of napkin math. 600 million dollars in net inflows last week i know it's not the biggest day ever we had back on the 13th of february a single day that hit that but if we have 600 million dollars a week coming into bitcoin etfs extrapolate that out for the rest of the year that's a lot of money man Every 10 weeks, six billion bucks of inflows in the Bitcoin products. That's 24-25 billion. Let's just round it up here. By the end of the year, these are crazy numbers, guys. We'll see, of course, how this week's numbers turn out. But hey, not a bad showing last week, not a bad showing at all. Bitcoin fear and greed index back into extreme greed zone over the last few days. Now, to be clear. Some people are going to look at that and go, ah, oh, it's the end of all things. Too much greed in the market. Maybe for Bitcoin, we're going to see a cooling off period. Again, the charts would kind of support that we have a cooling off potentially going into the Bitcoin halving. After which point we pick up again. Of course, ETF inflows could change the game there. If we have enough money flowing into Bitcoin ETFs, that pumps the drop price up. Thus invalidating, we could be in greed for a very long time. You need to keep that in mind. Still, though. Interesting to think about. Now, for reference, in the previous bull market cycle, we hit the greed area many times. And sometimes we even stayed in greed readings for months on end. So, this is not in itself like, oh, it's a top signal and everything's going to go down from here. No, no, no. Just, you know, it's a signal. Say, oh, that's interesting. People are starting to get a little bit, a little bit uh, cheeky in the market here, perhaps. Look at the Ethereum charts. Very interesting charts today. Look at this beauty. So Ethereum still 36% down from its all-time high. We had a nice rally today. The highest price actually for Ethereum in 97 weeks. That's crazy. Look at all that pain and suffering. Were you guys here for that? I was. Oh, there's a lot of pain and suffering. Not good times, as they say. Anyway, beautiful rally here for the last few weeks. Let's zoom in on that. Get just the feeling of those nice green candles. Look at that that chart pattern bullish chart pattern candle pattern that is breaking past resistance grinding higher now our key area to watch out for here right here so that is the let's just clean a few things off the chart here we're getting a bit messy aren't we get a bit messy on the chart clear a few of these off here so look here this red box up here, that is the next major zone of resistance between here and there. So between $3,100 where we are now and around thirty-four, thirty-five hundred dollars dollars not a lot of resistance historically. Interesting. Seems like a nice area to push up to potentially before the ETH ETF news and hype really starts to kick into gear. Maybe that gets up to 4K with the ETH ETF hype we'll see how it goes <clears throat> so this is an interesting chart here from I am crypto wolf it says how is it that the majority has consistently ignored this pattern I've been highlighting for ages of course this is the ethereum pattern currently playing out price-wise versus what's played out recently for Bitcoin this could be the path that we're heading on here for ETH with a rally continuing with of course hiccups and crashes and all the usual kind of drama between here and a potential ETH ETF approval in May. Interesting food for thought. I think 4K would really be the, the high watermark to watch out for there for an ETH ETF approval. But hey, sky's the limit in these markets, isn't it? You never know what, what can happen. I want to share this one with you as well. This is, uh, Ember Osmo shared this one. He said, Coinbase Institutional Money Flow picking up big time quarter on quarter doubling actually from third quarter to fourth quarter last year. Usually institutional money buyers over at Coinbase are buying Bitcoin and they are buying Ethereum usually from previous Coinbase reports we know that. So money's starting to show back up in the market, okay? Very interesting stuff. Now we're we'll diving into what is happening on Avalanche. What some of the other big news of the Uniswap and stuff like that, but a real quick shout out to Today's sponsor, which of course is CoinLedger. Guys, tax season is upon us. Tax agencies are all, as stated, cracking down on crypto taxes. So make sure you have your ducks in a row. You are crossing your T's and dotting your I's when it comes to your crypto taxes. Coin Ledger can help with that. Free portfolio tracking, their official partner with TurboTax, the international sports. So you can do whether you're in the US canada or australia or new zealand or ireland or the uk or sweden or spain or like 15 other countries they got you covered okay so you can get in there connect up your exchange accounts connect up your wallet accounts different blockchains nfts DeFi. they got you covered they got you covered you can sign up to coin ledger for free actually using the link down below in the description the only time you pay is if you want to download your tax report so you can try it out connect your stuff see what it looks like get some indication of your numbers And then if you want to download the tax report to send off to your accountant that's when you put the credit card details in and say thanks for the software guys check it out thanks again coin ledger for sponsoring today's video so avalanche had a bit of an oopsie the other day didn't they it happens it happens i know i know every time a blockchain has one of these problems everybody else is so quick to go ah your blockchain's gonna fail forever avalanche blockchain sort of 5 hour outage not great those are solana vibes right there come on those are solana numbers guys 5 hour outages ah mhm the Avalanche blockchain resumed block finalization after a 5 hour period. Apparently, uh, excessive communication between validator nodes prompted a software upgrade. So, my thoughts on this is that as a bag holder, by the way, of Avalanche, wanna see my bags do well, it's obviously not great. Outages on blockchains suck and it sucks when it happens to Solana, it sucks when it happens to any blockchain. These kind of network problems are not good people's money is on the line here billions of dollars is on the line here but it happens we're still early in all these networks remember ethereum back in the day had the dow hack bitcoin way back in the day had the inflation bug 184 billion bitcoin created just like that usually these things things are fixed pretty soon outages though i feel like avalanche's been out there just like solana for a few years like this kind of stuff Needs to uh, not happen very frequently. So Avalanche, you get a pass this time, okay? But let's let's not have it happen again. Come on, let's not let's not get to Solana levels here of outages. You guys know I got lots of love for Solana, but you can't have your blockchains going on off all the time. So we'll see how it plays out here for Avalanche. Got a big bag of Avalanche, wishing it the best, obviously, and that it goes to hundreds of dollars this market cycle. I get cash out for truckloads of money and name my yacht Avalanche. It'll be fantastic. <laughs> ah you know guys we're so early with crypto stuff and i know when you're out there and you're playing around these blockchains it gives you almost a false sense of security that oh everything's okay see the blockchain works you have to remember we are still in a largely pioneering phase for the vast majority of these products these blockchains these applications these wallets shit happens and if you're on-chain using this stuff, or even if you're just holding the assets on a centralized exchange where shit happens also, then you got to realize the entire crypto space highly volatile. Risks abound everywhere. Try to be aware of, aware of as many risks as you can, but understand the place is just replete with risk. By the way, if you'd like to see a risk statement or my portfolio disclosures, which shows you AVAX and everything else in my portfolio as well as venture investments, you can see that, of course, in the description on YouTube or the pinned tweet on X. So. This is big news. This is really big news from UniSwap here guys. UniSwap pumped 80% on this news. So, UniSwap proposed, proposed to reward platform fees to stakers and delegators. Finally, holy crap, UniSwap. I have been trashing the living crap out of UniSwap's token, the UNI token, for years because it's a useless garbage governance token that doesn't do anything for anybody. Now, though, ooh, ooh, that's interesting, isn't it? Uniswap, for better or worse, there are definitely better exchanges out there, in my opinion. Uniswap, still the biggest damn exchange out there, doing the most volumes across a variety of chains. What's interesting about the Uniswap story is not that they're proposing to flip on the fee switch to stakers of Uniswap. Is that the Uniswap team is US based? The Uniswap protocol is US based, quote unquote. They're talking about turning their governance token into a revenue, aka dividend token, which is potentially massive because everybody has been terrified. Any US teams anywhere, anybody with even kind of an exposure potentially to anything happening in America. They've been terrified of the SEC. Now, this could mean that something really big is about to happen. It could mean speculation here, speculation. But why is Uniswap doing this right now? Has something been leaked potentially from the Coinbase court case? Because I think Coinbase is going to win their court case. They're going to have an epic smackdown at the SEC. The SEC's head lawyer, that's been prosecuting against uh, Ripple and others the other day, just quit, and she's actually going to go and become a crypto advocate. <laughs> Interesting, right? SEC is losing their talent. People are sick, even within the organization of the anti-crypto vibes from the SEC. Does this mean that Coinbase is going to win their court case, that the SEC has lost? And if Coinbase has won the court case, it clears the way for all these altcoins, at least for the foreseeable future. Maybe the SEC comes back and starts refiling a bunch of lawsuits, et cetera, et cetera. Always possible, right? But this would be an epic smackdown of the SEC, and this Uniswap news could be a foretaste of that. Somebody could have leaked the news to the Uniswap team who said, mm, boom, let's go. Big news anyway for Uniswap, that token, I guess up 80% now or whatever. Not as good as the deals with the other day, but that token long term could be a major moneymaker because Uniswap's probably not going there. Despite the fact that there are other more user friendly exchanges by a mile, Uniswap is still a beast. And I use Uniswap all the time. You probably do too, because there's some things you just need to do on Uniswap. if this is about the coinbase case if this is uniswap front running the news and apparently the coinbase lawyer said something that was kind of like uh what was it like ah something something other legal teams front running news or something like that maybe maybe this has something to do with it i don't know we're gonna find out over the next few days of course but regardless of whether it has to do with the coinbase case or not for whatever reason, Uniswap now believes that they can release a token that shares revenue, aka a security-like structure, but not really exactly. That clears the way for all the other decentralized exchanges. And look, a lot of decentralized exchanges like Trader Joe, shout out to Trader Joe, who's been sharing real yield in USDC for a long time. It's been great. Thank you for all the money, Trader Joe, from staking those S-Joe tokens. What up? But Uniswap's move here could... Encourage other teams to share as well. Maybe some of these useless governance tokens are actually going to turn on fee sharing, which to an extent, I don't know. (sighs) Does that change my thoughts a bit on the next bear cycle and some of the coins that I may or may not want to hold during that? If you're getting solid real yields, it becomes definitely a a longer conversation on selling versus selling a useless governance token or a utility token or something. If you have a real yield coming in, that's like a strong dividend play long-term, assuming that you're invested in stuff that you think is gonna win from cycle to cycle. Not all coins will, obviously, but certainly worth thinking about. Hey, that's big news. That's big news, guys. I'm super excited about it. Glad to see it. Absolutely awesome stuff here. So. Congratulations to Uniswap and to Unitoken holders. I've been trashing it for years, but here they go. They finally did it. So, awesome. Very, very good stuff. Hey, speaking of Trader Joe, by the way, apparently, they're building two new dexes. Oh, my stake rewards. What's up? Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Don't know what all the details like that are going to look like, but uh, still pretty cool stuff. Trader Joe, definitely a team that delivers over time. So, There you go. Okay, so. Blast. Blast. If you guys remember Blast, Blast is a Layer 2 on Ethereum with native staking yields. Uh, Rumors starting to go that Blast could actually hit mainnet in the next couple weeks. We'll see. We'll see. The Layer 2 wars are definitely on, though, between Manta and ZK Sync and Linea and Scroll and Optimism and Koti and Metis and Arbitrum and 10 other names that I'm not recalling off the top of my head at this exact second. It's wild out there. Dan Smith here saying nothing worse than bridging to an empty chain on launch day. There's plenty of examples to prove it. Blast has redefined how to leverage incentives to attract users accumulating $1.9 billion in deposits, which enabled them to attract builders. Devs want to build because they want to access that $1.9 billion in user money currently sitting on Blast. He says love it or hate it at work there are more winning apps in this competition than tron sui manta aptos say starknet near have listed on DeFi llama now stop and think about that for just a second blast before launch still on testnet before mainnet launch has more applications that have applied in just one let alone you know the ones that are still going to come in later on because they see where people have put their money Then Tron has, Sui has, Manta has, Aptos has, Say has, Starknet has. That's pretty crazy. I don't have any Blast. I'm not going to get any Blast. I did not participate in the... I mid-curved it. I mid-curved it, guys. I did not participate in the uh, Blast farming. Didn't love the idea of sending my ETH over to just this multi-sig, waiting for someday, some point in the future to have a blockchain. Well, here they are. Congrats, of course, to those who believed early and got their cash over there because you're probably going to get a sweet airdrop in the near future. Although although this is a warning to everybody something called risk on blast which was tweeted about by the actual blast account has been the first rug pull on the blast layer 2. it disappeared following a million dollar pre-sale so they raised 500 eth or something like that and then disappeared deleted everything rug pulled peace out so dumb why not just why not just take your money Whip up a a crappy decentralized exchange, launch it, and then say, oh, whoops, guys, it didn't work out. Why the rug pull? Just, ah, people are so stupid. Anyway, whatever. The unfortunate part, of course, is that the official Blast account was talking about this, which gave it a sense of legitimacy. So please always be careful. Always think twice and manage your risk because sometimes you're going to think that that shit looks legit and it just ain't. Okay? Okay. Be careful out there, guys. Emperor Osmo pointing out as well. StarkNet seeing a resurgence straight away. Look at this, $470 million bridged over to StarkNet in a single freaking day. The other day, huge inflows right now to StarkNet. People want to farm the next stage of the airdrop. 40 million Stark tokens apparently up for grabs. Money's coming in. Capital is mercenary in this space, and you need to understand that. Money will move from chain to chain to chain, Farming airdrops, whatever it's going to be, where they see the money, that's where the money is going to go. Generally, this is interesting. This is interesting. Really think about this. When you have this sort of diehard allegiance to some shit coin that nobody cares about. The real money in the space doesn't care about your blockchain, doesn't care about your application. The vast majority of money in this space is mercenary capital. They go where the money is and they will take their hundreds of millions of dollars, billions of dollars, and they will go from ZK Sync to StarkNet to Linea to Scroll to Manta. They don't care. Can they make money over there? And can they think that they can make more money than they can on the other chain? If they can, if that's what they think, that's where the money is going to go. So think about that and think how the whales are approaching the entire space right now in terms of airdrop farming and all this stuff and where they're actually putting their money at and how they're deploying capital across the space. It's very interesting because the way they're doing it is not the way that a lot of retail investors are doing it, where you put some money in a coin and you hold on for dear life, even if things aren't working out for you. You become a member of the community. Yeah, you know, communities. Interesting. Here's another one for you. According to uh, Layer 2 Beat, after the token launch, Starknet total value locked has grown to $1.3 billion, becoming the fourth Ethereum Layer 2, currently to exceed a $1 billion in total value locked. Although, 83% of that is just the StarkNet tokens. So, worth keeping in mind, right? What's actually behind the numbers. Interesting too, Stark's listened to the community. Remember, we were talking last week how StarkNet... They started their token unlock two years ago or 22 months ago or something like that. And that investors from the private sales were all going get, to start getting their tokens in two months when they're supposed to be waiting for two years after TG. But they decided to deploy the token contracts and thus count the, the... You can't make this shit up in crypto. Anyway, it is what it is. Well, people were pissed off about that. They have listened. Starknet has listened to their credit. They listened and they have reworked things. So instead of 13% of tokens being released... In six weeks, only 0.64% 0.6, 0.6 are going to be unlocked in April, okay? Okay. And that's uh, with their ecosystems program of $40 million start to accelerate the DeFi ecosystem there for people who are there trading and providing liquidity and all that BS. There you go. Lots going on, Layer 2 space right now, guys. Um, one quick note here, and then we're going to hop in and, of course, take your Questions. And that is about the silly valuations that we see coming cryptos from Mike Capolito over Blocksworks. He said, WorldCoin is going to end in tears. $87 billion fully diluted valuation right now. First, its current $1.1 billion market cap. That's an 87X of the fully diluted valuation over the current market cap said the token's up 4X in the past month. Worst part is that mainstream media will take it seriously because it's tied to Sam Altman, the open AI guy. Decent chance this gets labeled as the next EFTX when it inevitably dups by 98%. Now, I don't know about all that stuff, but look, valuations for some of these crypto coins are questionably authentic. (laughs) What? say <laughs> oh man what a mess sometimes isn't it look at that look at that 87x now fully diluted valuations to some extent are a bit of a meme in crypto okay you need to understand that because if you can get adequate money out of world coin during this bull run why do you really care about the fully diluted valuation are you gonna hold it for 10 years probably not maybe some of you guys will I guess that's up to you you're gonna get a lot of dump a lot of dump put on you that way because there's a lot of coins coming to the market but short term could be an interesting play I'm not saying that it can't be but you have to think about some of these wild valuations going on in crypto right now and, and you ain't seen nothing yet it's gonna get way stupider it's gonna get way stupider all altcoins combined excluding bitcoin and ethereum right now are only like 600 billion dollars which is 50% below the previous all time high of all altcoins combined together they're probably going to 2 trillion potentially even 3 or 4 trillion total this market cycle which is about a 5x for the entire altcoin market cap from here so some coin like worldcoin can still pump 20x for example not financial but it's not saying it's what's going to do but just perspective and when that happens what the fully diluted valuation is trillion dollars of some stupid crap like that yeah that's crypto man fully diluted valuations current valuations these things we have to think about a little bit but holy crap man look when when things get cooking in crypto it will get way sillier than you can possibly imagine if you weren't here here here's some interesting numbers for you Last market cycle, uh, we saw coins go absolutely crazy. For example, Gala went from a $5 million market cap to a $5.4 billion market cap. Yeah, that's crazy. Lot of the coins as well. Uh, Dogecoin went up 10X in a day. (laughs) In In a day, what? The stupid numbers In crypto can get really really dumb when the markets get way overheated because of the supply issues supply crunches that happen all these sorts of things but just be aware of how wild these markets can get okay because when things get going you'll need like a i don't know tinfoil hat to keep you away from all the crazy stupidity going on in the space in terms of wild gains and huge valuations for coins that have no Business having those kind of values. Hey, real quick before we answer your questions, guys, we are not signed up to the newsletter yet, best damn newsletter in crypto. I know I keep saying that and it is my newsletter, but it really is the best damn newsletter in crypto. We work hard every single week. We spend about 40 hours between me and the team to get this bad boy to you. We talk about altcoins, deep dives, technical analysis, airdrops, I and mean, we've covered so many huge airdrops in the past six months. It's been wild. Who would have paid for 10 years of your Wealth Mastery subscription and then some. Just from getting a couple of the airdrops we've covered. Check it out. It's awesome. You'll love it. Join our 100,000 weekly readers for free using the link in the description. Thank you very much.